Hello and welcome to Tea and Chat, the British English podcast that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. Hello listeners, welcome to today's episode. It is the second week in June here, which means that this week we will be having a culture week. And the topic for this week is going to be all about Canadian stereotypes. And I want to start by saying a few things. First of all, I hope you are enjoying the weather where you are because it is now summer here in Canada. So it has started to warm up and you can go outside in a t-shirt and get sunburnt. But it's very, very nice. And I want to also say that stereotypes... I've mentioned this before, but you know, please take them with a grain of salt because they are very accurate, can also be offensive or rude, Um, but others may say, well, all stereotypes come from somewhere, and I think that's true. So most stereotypes do have a little bit of truth in them. Um, I've mentioned before some British stereotypes, so British people love to drink tea, they love fish and chips. Yeah, um, it can be quite annoying, you know, if you tell someone this over and over again and they are British. Stereotypes normally do come from somewhere. But it doesn't mean that they are 100% accurate. So, for example, I began by saying that the weather here in Canada, it's quite warm. And at the moment, the temperature, it's around maybe 28 degrees and you can get sunburned if you go outside. Now, Canada is a big country, so the temperature does definitely vary where you are. But we are also a country of extremes. So for the first stereotype, I'm sure most of you just picture Canada as being this very cold, frozen place where it is snowing 24-7 and you have to probably wear very big coats to combat the very cold weather. Well, while this may be the case for part of the year, it is not the case for the whole year, unless perhaps you live in the very far north. (laughs) Where I live, however, I live in the very far south of Canada, so we do also have both extremes. In the winter, it's only around minus 15, minus 20, which isn't so bad for Canada. And in summer, it's actually around 35, 36 degrees Celsius. So this is actually very, very hot, considering England sometimes gets about 28 degrees Celsius for one week in summer, but uh, our summer here in Canada lasts for a few months. It's actually quite long. The seasons, I wouldn't say, are quite as distinguished. We do have four seasons, but it does seem as if half of the year it's very cold and half of the year it's quite hot. So where I live, a lot of people actually have swimming pools. Um, This kind of shocks a lot of students when I tell them. They're like, oh, it must be so cold where you are. And I'm like, actually, it's not that bad in the summer. It feels as if I'm on holiday in a tropical country because it's so hot and humid outside. Uh, You definitely would enjoy going in the pool to relax and cool off. And you have to make sure to put on lots of sunscreen. So even though it's only June here, it's starting to warm up. And we're starting to prepare for that warmer weather. That's the first stereotype to get started with about Canada. I wonder if you can think of any more. Do you know much about Canada? 
because I know that I didn't really. Honestly, before I came to Canada, I knew very little. I didn't even know what the stereotypes were. So in preparation for going to Canada, I actually watched a few videos on YouTube about Canada and about their stereotypes to get a better idea of what to expect. Honestly, I still know very little about Canada and I look forward to the future when I can explore Canada more. But I know much more now than I did, let's say, two years ago. So I can hopefully share a bit of that knowledge with you. In preparation for this podcast episode today, I did watch a video on YouTube all about Canadian stereotypes. And I'll be honest, it was quite cringy. And if I say something is cringy, it's like it's kind of difficult to watch and it makes you cringe. So it's like you pull and you scrunch up your face and it's like, oh, I don't want to watch this. (laughs) Because stereotypes can be that way. Well, now that you've had some time to think of some Canadian stereotypes, I'm sure one of the first ones that came to your mind was maple syrup. People believe that Canadians drink maple syrup or have it on their waffles and pancakes all the time, but it's really not the case. While Canada is well known for its maple trees and maple syrup, because our flag even has a maple leaf on it, and we do have numerous maple trees to be able to produce this maple syrup. In fact, the province of Quebec has perhaps the largest storage of maple syrup in Canada, if I am correct. But it does not mean that Canadians like to have it on a regular basis. All the Canadians I know, in fact, rarely have maple syrup. They probably have some sitting in their cupboard, but they are unlikely to have it on a daily or regular basis. Because if you don't know, maple syrup, it's pretty bad for you and it's pretty high in sugar. Actually, there is the most popular brand of maple syrup, which is called Aunt Jemima. And truthfully, it's not even maple syrup. You can buy this in the store in a plastic bottle for very cheap and it's just refined sugar and some other chemicals to make it taste similar to maple syrup. Real maple syrup, however, you can buy at local farms and probably for a bit more of an expensive price at your local supermarket. For example, I had a bottle of Aunt Jemima and I also bought some local maple syrup from a farm. If you have seen my blog, then you would know that I stayed at an alpaca farm recently. So these farmers also made their own maple syrup, so I got a jar of that. And now I can feel at least a little bit less guilty when I am putting maple syrup on my waffles. I had the idea at least though, before I came to Canada, that there was going to be a lot of nature and a lot of natural parks. And this is definitely true. People also picture lots of mountains and lakes. And this is also a very accurate representation of Canada, but keeping in mind it is such a big country that you won't find this landscape everywhere. For example, where I live, and probably at least six hours away distance, It is very flat. There aren't any mountains in sight. Actually, most of the province of Ontario doesn't really have mountains. However, if you go to British Columbia, the province that has Vancouver, I'm sure you will expect many more mountains and that's why it's very popular for snowboarding. We do have one resort in Ontario that is called Blue Mountain that is quite popular for snowboarding. But it is a very small resort and if you compare it to the size of Ontario, we can still conclude that it's a very flat province. 
However, in Ontario, we do have many lakes. We are surrounded by some of the Great Lakes, like Great Erie and Lake Ontario. These are absolutely beautiful. And I have been paddleboarding on one of the lakes closest to where I live. My city is actually surrounded by a river that connects to two of these lakes. So it's quite easy to gaze upon these lakes. And I tell people that it's kind of like going to the beach. And that sounds quite bizarre because if I am going to a lake in England, for example, it's probably going to be something very small inside the park. However, the Great Lakes are so large that you can't normally see the other side of them. So if you look out across the lake, it looks as if you are on the ocean, as you can't see land as far as the eye can see. Normally, you might find some sandy beaches and the waves hit the shore just like a regular ocean. So it's quite easy to feel like you are at the ocean, at the beach, but when I tell students this, they think, no way, how is that possible? It's just a lake. Well, if you look at the map, you will see how big they are. So it definitely feels like you are surrounded by the ocean. And I think it's really nice to be surrounded by water. We do also have some very beautiful national parks here. I've only been to a couple myself, but I really look forward to going to more in the future. And it's quite common for people to go camping in the summer. And I tried that once for the first time last year. It was a very enjoyable experience and I look forward to going again in the future. People might also get some cottages to stay in with their family. So it's quite a comfortable experience to be surrounded by so much nature. Even though I live in a small city, if I drive just a short distance, I'm surrounded by the countryside. And like I said, I can quite easily get to the rivers and lakes. You may also think of lumberjacks and mounties when you think of Canada. However, you might not know these names. So a lumberjack is a guy who chops down wood and he can be pictured in Canada as wearing a plaid shirt or a checkered shirt, often a red colored checkered shirt. And that may come because Canada does have a lot of nature and a lot of trees to be cut down. So people picture these lumberjacks when they think of Canada. I myself, however, have never met one. And a Mountie is like a police of the north of Canada. <laughs> they only cover a small area, but it's just another name for police in a certain area, normally kind of in the mountains. I think that might be where they got their name from. But if you look at the pictures in Google, you'll see they have a very specific uniform. Actually, it's a very bright red colored uniform and they are often seen riding horses. It's pretty impressive, I think, but I don't know much about them because, again, I haven't met any myself because I haven't been that far north in Canada yet. In terms of food, Canada's national food is poutine. I hadn't heard of this before I came to Canada, but it's quite simple to explain. It's just some fries or chips covered with gravy and cheese curds. You can add additional toppings, perhaps bacon or pulled pork or chili. There are so many different types of poutines that you can get. And often your local area might just have a poutine shop, but also the fast food places here also serve poutine, including McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell and Tim 
Hortons. Now, you might not have heard of the last one, Tim Hortons. And Tim Hortons is actually kind of closer to a cafe. In fact, it's very similar to Starbucks in some ways, but don't say that around Canadians because they might get offended. <laughs> Tim Hortons, in my humble opinion, is better than Starbucks and it is quite different in that, first of all, it's not overpriced and second of all, they are very famous for their donuts. So you can go into Tim Hortons and get perhaps a nice drink or a coffee, some donuts or some Timbits. Timbits are actually the middle of the donut. So if you get a circle donut and they cut out the hole in the middle, this bit in the middle is called a Timbit. And they sell these in a box for very cheap. You can buy these little donut balls for very cheap in a box in Tim Hortons. However, I don't believe that they make them this way from the leftovers anymore. I think that they make them specifically for this purpose because they are so popular. So you can find a Tim Hortons on almost every street corner. There are so many in Canada, it's crazy. And so I do recommend that you visit a Tim Hortons if you come to Canada because people will ask you, oh, you went to Canada, did you go to a Tim Hortons? It might not be the most spectacular highlight of your trip, but it's worth trying some of their donuts and a drink. Okay, just a few more things that I want to mention. Canada is kind of well known for its animals because it's so well known for its nature. Of course, there are quite a few different types of animals that it is well known for. So we have the beaver, we have polar bears, we have black and brown bears, we have geese because we have the famous Canadian geese. You will see geese very often in Canada flying around or in very strange and unusual places like the shopping mall or a car park. <laughs> but you often might see geese around when you're in Canada. And we also have moose. And some people make a joke and say that moose, it's for one singular, a moose. So that for multiple, they believe it should be meese. Because for goose, that is one singular. And for multiple goose, we have geese. However, this is not the case for moose. One moose is a moose and many moose is moose. <laughs> so it can be quite confusing and it's quite a funny joke that Canadians like to make. They also have this bird called the loony, which is how they got the name for their $1 and $2 coin. So the nickname for their $1 coin is called a loony because it has the loony bird on it. And then for their $2 coin, it is called a toony because it's two loonies. So it makes sense. It sounds quite funny and I couldn't believe it the first time I heard this. I was like, what? You call your money loony and toonies? That just sounds crazy. But some people also like to make fun of the notes themselves and say, but they are so colourful and they are plastic and it smells like maple syrup. Well, I don't think it is particularly unusual. Many countries around the world have quite different coloured money, like purple and blue and green. But America might find it more funny because their money is quite dull and it's just like green and maybe has yellowish tinge and things like this. It's not so bright. And also the money in Canada is plastic. Actually, England kind of copied this recently. Only in the past couple of years, they decided to change all of their money to plastic money too. So it's not so unusual anymore. And as for the money smelling like maple syrup, 
Well, I can't vouch for that. I did smell it once and I thought, hmm, it does kind of smell like maple syrup. But don't quote me on it. And lastly, I want to mention the Canadian accent. Do you even know what a Canadian accent is? I don't. Still to this day, I really don't know. It's quite easy to confuse it with the American accent, but it's definitely different. And you can tell someone is Canadian by the way that they say their words, but you have to listen very closely. Often, Canadians put A on the end of their sentences as a substitute for right? So they might say, it's a beautiful day today, eh? And the person might reply, yeah, why don't we go to the park, eh? Okay, they don't do it this often and not everybody uses it, but I have definitely heard quite a few Canadians who like to use A on the end of their sentences. And this is very stereotypically Canadian. Others like to make fun that they say about like a boot. Again, however, I have never heard a Canadian say this before. I think I did watch a documentary though and a guy on there who was from a much further northern part of Canada did say his words more like this. So I guess it really just depends where you are because there are quite a few different accents in Canada. If you go to Newfoundland, for example, in eastern Canada, there is a very large Irish community. So the accent is like a very strange mix of Irish and Canadian. Well, that's it from me today for Canadian stereotypes. If you know any more, then let me know on my Instagram at tnchatpodcast because I'd love to know what you guys know about Canada. I didn't know much before I came here, so I'm just wondering what do you know? And I can let you know if the stereotypes are true or false. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and stay tuned for next week for the real reviews of June. I hope you have a lovely, lovely weekend. Goodbye.